Welcome home to, to the, the Loving Consciously, Consciously Podcast. My name is Amanda. And my name is Eric. And if you are like us, nobody, nobody taught, taught you how to love. love. We are best friends and life partners here to vulnerably and authentically share our seven-year journey to unconditional love. Our mission is to help you learn how to love consciously in all of your relationships so we can journey together towards a more effective, intentional, and fulfilling way of giving and receiving love. Loving, Loving Consciously. Consciously. Together, we have overcome neurodivergence, mental health, addiction, pregnancy loss, infidelity, and grief. After six years, the lack of knowledge on how to heal or love each other through these challenges led to our separation. After us both spiritually awakening and recommitting, we built our new conscious partnership founded on unconditional love and a commitment to personal growth. Thank you for joining us as we put it all out there to show you the duality of our love's pain and beauty. And remind you that you have both the capacity to love consciously and the power to always, always choose love. Welcome back to the Loving Consciously podcast. We are so excited for today's episode because we are going to talk about one of our favorite things in the entire universe, dogs. If you don't know, we have four of them. We love them more than anything in the entire world. And while our episode today titled Love Like a Dog might seem kind of silly, we have had really profound downloads around this and have some really great teaching content today to share around what dogs have to teach us. We all know that dogs are human's best friend. They're definitely our best friends. I think we can go way deeper than that. One thing that we noticed is, as I'm sure a lot of people have noticed, dog is actually God spelled backwards. And I personally choose to believe that that is a hidden message or whatever you want to call it. For me personally, I see the truth and the essence of God embodied in dogs so perfectly. And that's what we're going to get into today. God and dogs have actually so much more in common than what appears on the surface. One of the true aspects of the way that dogs love us is that their love is unconditional. It is the same love that flows through all animals towards us. It's the same love that comes from God's source. And it is the love that we show to one another when we embody our highest self and remember who we are and love each other consciously. Yeah, dogs teach us how simple life really is. For example, when their basic needs are met, i.e. food, shelter, water, they are content. They have they want for nothing. It's such a simple understanding of the only things that I need are food, water, shelter, love. And when those things are met, dogs don't want for a new car. Dogs don't want for more money. Dogs don't want for fame. Dogs don't want for any of those things. And so they really remind us how simple life is, that it's just about love and it's just about connection with other beings and other creatures. Yeah, their entire purpose in this life is to give and receive love. From the moment they wake up in the morning and give us kisses in the face or snuggle up to us and just say, hey, I am excited and I am grateful for this day to spend with my human and with my puppy siblings. And I just want to rejoice in that. If we can learn from them and wake up in the mornings and see one another and meet one another with that same unconditional love, with that same gratitude and fire for life and saying, wow, I am so grateful to be alive today. I am so grateful to share in this life in this love with the people that I care about and with everybody on this planet and learn to just really push that positive energy and love and let it emanate from us like dogs do. The world would be a much better place. 
Yeah, going back to that simplicity, something you touched on a little bit is just their joy. I am always so flooded with overwhelming joy when I see how happy my four dogs get when we're about to take them on a W. And I can't say that because then we're in the trailer and they will lose it. It's seriously just like the highlight of their day. And what if a walk in nature made you that happy? What if that moment to connect with whatever you believe in and connect with Mother Earth and get some fresh air and stretch your legs and put your feet on the ground and go experience brought you that much joy? I think about all of these traits that dogs embody and we can go through them one by one. The first one that comes up is forgiveness. I know for me, I am human and sometimes I snap at my dogs. Sometimes they won't stop barking or I just am really focused on what I'm doing and they're just really in my face wanting to play or wanting a W. If I do lose, even just for a split second, my temper or kind of raise my voice a little bit, while they do look sad, the moment I say, I- I'm sorry, Layla, you know, mommy's just working and go down to pet them, it's like, oh my gosh, you love me again. Okay, it's great. And it's as if it never happened. They just embody forgiveness so well. In that moment, you were not my human. You were, you know, your ego, your mind, your emotions. And now you're back here loving me. And so I'm going to choose to be happy and bask in that love. Because why would I suffer and sit here and be angry and be resentful and sad when I can just forgive you and continue to get love? Yeah. And just to follow up on that, forgiveness is really a choice, right? When we choose to identify with suffering and say, no, this person wronged me or this person did something and now I'm going to feel resentment or I'm going to hold on to that, that's completely and utterly on us. We have the power to unconditionally love one another and say, okay, this person did something and now I am going to choose to forgive them. I am going to show them love by not allowing that energy to persist within me. If there's a negative action that happened, you have the power to depolarize that negative action and meet it with love by not carrying it with you. Mm, Absolutely. The second quality we have listed here is loyalty. And when I think about humanity and where we are at, it's no surprise to me why we love dogs so much and why something in the 90 percentiles of people consider their dog a part of their family. Because loyalty is a quality that we inherently as humans really crave and really value and dogs are the ultimate embodiment of loyalty. One of our dogs is a chihuahua and if you're familiar with chihuahuas you know they're kind of one person maybe one family dog and at least ours doesn't like anybody but me and just that loyalty and how much they are always there and we say I have chosen you and you are my human and I'm going to protect you and I'm going to guard you and I'm going to be loyal to you and that is my life's mission and there's so much to be learned about loyalty from dogs. Yeah and the other trait that's wonderful about dogs is truly how attuned to energy they are. They can sense the different patterns within the people around them especially the humans that they call their family. And when I'm having a bad day or I'm working through an emotion, they can sense that and they typically come up to me and they're like, hey, let me give you some love. Let me support you. It's really a beautiful thing 
because they're so present in the moment. They don't have a mind or an ego like we do, where we sit and think about things. And so they are just constantly in the moment, ready to love, ready to meet each one of us with whatever it is that we need. And that's really how God is with us. It's unconditional forgiveness. It's unconditional loyalty. They are attuned to our energy. And that connection with God is always there. It's just when we decide to tap into that, align with that energy and connect with it, then we can feel that and let it pass through us and then show it to others. Yeah, I think it's no surprise at all that dogs are emotional support animals. And, you know, my chihuahua is my emotional support animal. And when I tell you how incredibly attuned to energy these creatures are, the moment there's any energetic evidence of conflict between Eric and I, they are right there at our side. And they will literally act silly and try and like scratch at us and distract us or bark at us, anything to distract us from the energy. And, you know, same thing, like you said, when we're having a tough day, they're right there to give you love and give you kisses. I've had some profoundly difficult moments where my Chihuahua Maya has just been a saving grace. And I really don't know some days what I would do without this love. And it's such a blessing, I feel, from God to have pets and animals. And we're talking about dogs, but this can be applied to to many things. It's just such a blessing to have something that is so attuned to you and cares so deeply about making you feel better and bringing you back to love. That's what dogs do. They bring us back to love and support us when we need it and they expect absolutely nothing in return. Of course, all they really want is pets and loves and snuggles. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine a world where humans could learn that aspect from dogs where we showed up to all of our relationships with no expectations and just the desire to love each other, to really sit with one another and accept one another and forgive one another whenever anything happens, to be loyal and honest with each other and just love, just love like a dog, just love like God, love unconditionally. Another thing we were thinking about, we've actually had this episode in our mind for months on end. It is for us has been really profound of like dog god love like a dog dogs are god's love embodied in this beautiful creature that's been given to us is what they're free from so we've talked about these qualities that they have loyalty forgiveness being attuned to energy simplicity and dogs are also free from a lot of things The first one we have here is they're free from expectation. There is no expectation. They give you love. They expect nothing in return, especially with love and in in interpersonal relationships between human beings. It's really easy for there to be expectation sometimes. It's really easy for, well, I came over and did this or I spent this much money on you or I did this thing and dogs just don't have that. It's like, I just genuinely want to love you because it makes you feel good, which makes me feel good. I give you love, I get love, and it's this beautiful, you can't see my hands, but I'm just going in a circle with my fingers. It's this beautiful give and receive. Yeah, and the other thing that they are free of is judgment. They can't conceptualize the idea of judging another person. They see each and every person for the true being that they are, with no filters, with no preconceived notions, and 
can really just be present in the moment enough to read their energy. And just in that moment, it's the reason why they can forgive so easily, because when you change your energy, you are no longer identified with that pattern. And so there is no reason to react to that. Another thing dogs are free from, I really like this one, is shame. They will go to the bathroom right in front of you. They sniff butts. They do all of these things. And we can laugh and giggle and that's all fine and well. But shame is a crippling problem of humanity right now, I feel. And it's been a crippling problem in this relationship. It's something I know you, Eric, have dealt with immensely. For me, it's more guilt. Dogs don't have shame. They aren't really worried. Of, they, they can't worry about what you think about them. And so they are just silly and weird and <laughs> all of these amazing things, no matter how funny or quirky or gross it is, they just are. They're just existing. They're not sitting there constantly worrying what other people are thinking. Yeah, and the other thing about shame is our minds tend to be so hard on ourselves. Something that I've worked through, especially over the last year in overcoming shame, has been really disidentifying from the narratives that our ego and our brain tell us because they're just thought patterns they aren't who you are shame is something that is really perpetuated in our society and when we identify with shame in ourselves the resulting action is typically we project that onto others something that we're ashamed of within ourselves is something that we then see and judge in others and so one of the biggest things we can do to help heal this problem of shame, to help bring people who are hiding in the shadows, who are beating themselves up, is to learn to love ourselves. Learn to love ourselves exactly how we are, so that when we see others in that same thought pattern, we can then love them exactly how they are and teach them to do the same. Absolutely. We also had on here resentment. feel like that's the opposite of forgiveness, and so we kind of touched on forgiveness. And dogs are free of resentment as well. If you haven't put this all together, what we're really getting at here, drumroll, is dogs are free of ego. Dogs do not have an ego. And I don't want to go too deep into a lesson of ego. Your ego is a tool. It's something that we have evolved as human beings to have. It's a mechanism of survival. It's the thing that tells you you're not safe in situations. It has a use and it is out of control in humanity and society right now. 99.99% of the planet is completely run by their ego. And you can replace ego with mind, thoughts, self. There's a lot of ways to look at this. We really like the word ego. Dogs don't have one. They have not evolved to have one. They don't need one. And they are essentially a level of consciousness below us. There are a lot of different models of consciousness. You can look at this a lot of different ways. You could call us 3D consciousness beings. Dogs are 2D consciousness beings. And we joke and talk to our dogs all the time like, I love you, you little 2D consciousness being, <laughs> jokingly with love. They don't have that. And so because they don't have that, they have all of these beautiful qualities of forgiveness and loyalty and simplicity and unconditional love. And they don't have judgment and resentment and anger and all of these other things that are plaguing humanity right now. The essence of this is if you work to master your mind, if you work to disidentify with your mind, your thoughts, your feelings, if you wake up and become conscious 
to the reality that you are not those things and what that voice you're hearing in your head is not you, you also can start to work to transcend your ego, to master your mind, if you will. That is something that has been our entire focus full-time this year is really working to overcome that ego, to take the reins back, to be in control and not be on autopilot. Yeah, and that's really what we're all being called to do at this time, to help heal each other, to help heal humanity, is learning about ourselves. It's learning who we truly are, because who we truly are isn't our mind. It isn't our survival mechanism, our lizard brain, whatever it is you want to call it. We as a society have been running on this computer program in a survival state. And when you really take a step back and be present with who you are, remember the truth, which is you are a divine sovereign being with complete control over your life. When you live in the present moment and you take your time and your focus away from the past and away from projections into the future and you live in the now, it gives you the ability to transcend your thoughts and your ego and then love like a dog, love like God, be closer to spirit and to your true authentic nature because as more conscious beings, what we are called to do is really move past that survival mechanism and embody the divinity within us and co-create in this world and spread love to one another and we just can't do that if we're living as slaves to our minds and so i encourage you to really take some time and remember who you are whatever that looks like for you whether it's through meditation whether it's through reading whatever fills your cup spiritually chase after that chase after that with a passion that will bring you to your highest self Eric is on this journey of embodying the divine masculine and it is definitely coming out in this episode right now. Honestly, I think right now I just want to sit in gratitude for a second. I'm so grateful for dogs. I'm so grateful for animals. I'm so grateful for the love they show us humans even though so many humans treat them so poorly. I'm so unbelievably grateful for my four puppies we get asked all the time, how could you have four dogs? And why would you have four dogs? And some people can't even conceptualize one, let alone four. It's so much love. It's so much puppy snuggles. They each have their own personality. They each have so much to teach us. Charlie is like a class clown and he reminds me to be silly. He reminds me about my inner child because he's such a baby soul. He's such a baby dog. He's so silly. You can't not be silly with him. Maya's loyalty just reminds me so much to love and be loyal to those in my life. Layla, our trauma dog, well, we have a couple trauma dogs, but she's our big trauma dog, and she's our dachshund schnauzer. She is so unbelievably forgiving. She's usually the one that I lose my patience with the most because she is relentless in her need for constant affection and love. She just reminds me every day that a dog can go through what she's gone through and so completely and unconditionally love and trust me. Chester is our teddy bear and he's just the sweetest boy. Like he's such a teddy bear and he reminds me 
to be sweet and to be gentle. If I even jokingly raise my voice, he's immediately upset. And he really reminds me to just calm down, slow down, quiet down, and be more present and conscious. I just feel so grateful to have these puppies. I can honestly say these dogs have saved my life more than once. There has been a couple of incidents throughout my story where I was not in a good space and if those dogs weren't there with me at that time, I don't know that I would be sitting here recording this podcast today. I'm just, I'm so grateful for them. Yeah, and that unconditional love that we're talking about, that we're, we've received from our dogs that have helped us through difficult times exists everywhere in this universe, everywhere you look. The earth is looking to give you unconditional love. It has trees that bear fruit that give you life. There's water that runs and fills our bodies and gives us energy. There's the sun that beats down on us and gives us life, gives plant life. Everything on this planet is here to love us and support us as we live. And when you really look at the core essence of that love and where it comes from, it comes from source, spirit, God, whatever you identify with, that love is present in each one of us, in the trees, in our animals, all of it. And when we really, you know, you don't have to have a dog to feel this unconditional love. You may be alone at this phase of your life you can still feel that unconditional love. When you close your eyes and you remember who you are, you remember your connection to God, that love is always accessible to you. I'm just sitting here looking out the window of our trailer. We didn't give an update in the beginning. We did a very impromptu trip from Redding and Mount Shasta after seeing Lassen Volcanic National Park to Tahoe because the weather is still great here. And so we are. We spent three, four days here in Tahoe and went and saw Reno yesterday. We leave tomorrow to Sacramento. And I'm just looking out at this beautiful lake. I'm looking around this trailer. There's dog everywhere. There's a dog to my right in the kennel. There's a dog on Eric's lap. There's a dog on the couch. There's a dog on the bed. And I'm just overflowing with love. I'm overflowing with love for dogs. I'm overflowing with love for God, for my partner sitting across from me, and for all of you for listening to this. I have so much love for humanity. I know we can do better. And I genuinely think that looking at dogs and looking at the traits that they embody and the simplicity and the love and the traits that they don't have as well is a really beautiful analogy for how we can love each other better, love more consciously, love like a dog, love like God. Thank you so much for being here with us today. We appreciate your time and energy as always, and we will see you here soon.